Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It could be worse. We're back. It's only Life Tuesday. You didn't think we were coming back, did you? It could be worse. Uh, what do you mean it's only it, Tuesday? It's the 13th of September, for God's sake. Summer is almost Tuesday. over. I know. I know. I wasn't ready for summer to be over. I know. Well, I'm ready for fall. Well, yeah, if fall would stick around for a while, and if the days didn't keep getting shorter and shorter and shorter, then it'd be fine. But I like the long days. If it were hotter and the leaves were gone. I like the long days. It's not necessarily just the heat. I mean, I like warm. It doesn't have to be, like, hot. It's just that I really like the long days. I find myself outside from morning to night um, doing stuff, and then when the days get short, I find myself inside you know, driving wood screws into my ears because I got nothing else to do. Wow. That's... I know. It's not good. It's an interesting place to resort to. So... I mean, there's like video games and stuff. There's probably things on your phone to keep you occupied. Oh, God. I I probably have said this before. I don't know if we ever talk about video games, but I took up video games once in my life. Um, well, once in my adult life. And uh, decided to play Doom, you know. Yes, yes, Doom. Yes. And yeah. uh, Doom. and Doom and yes. Doom too. Doom, yeah. Doom didn't take me too long to get first, to the final first level. First person shooter games, maybe the first. Right? Yeah, oh, I loved them. I mean, it was fun, and I, it didn't take me too long to get to the final level and actually beat Doom, the original Doom, um, to get to where I could get through it all the way from the beginning to the end. Doom 2, I never made it to the end of, but I had to quit. I just had to give it up. I also played Quake for a while. Uh, while I was doing the Doom 2 thing, I played Quake. Oh, and uh, what was the other spinoff of that? There was one with uh, with some special agent dude. Um, mm, it was I don't a spin-off. That one. It used the same engine as Quake, but it was some, some guy. You had some, some dude who was all, like, cool. He'd look at himself in the mirror because he was a first-person shooter, so... You go look in the mirror, and you be this like cool looking double o seven type dude. And you had there were women around. Anyway, it was it was another quake like game, but it wasn't goons, right? It wasn't all ugly freaks, you know. Right, sounds much more fun. It was. It wasn't, but I didn't play that very much. Um. Anyway, so long story short, I got hooked into the you know starting to play the game after work, and then suddenly realizing it was three o'clock in the morning. See, there you go. And I was, you know, wound up like a rubber band when I went to bed because I was, like, thinking about, you know, not going around corners without looking. And it just, yeah. <laughs> you, you get really, you get really stressed in those games. Cause you, yeah, we got that way playing Doom. Like, somebody'd walk by you and you'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you never, I mean, I, I, it probably teaches you to be cautious in a way. I mean, if you're ever in a situation, <laughs> Paranoid, yeah. yeah, where you, if you're in a situation where you actually were, you know, in, right. in a if building, you're living in a war zone, that's going to come in real handy. Yeah, because you know better than just walk around a corner, right? You're like, no, no, there could be somebody waiting around that corner, so you know, you go around the corner ready to shoot. No, it just, it just, it fucks with your brain, and 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 the other thing is carpal tunnel, man. I I get carpal tunnel from work, but it takes. A long time for it to get bad, and I can usually, you know, get over it by just taking a, f- a couple of days off and doing some stuff. So, but but the the video game thing, oh my god, it was bad because you're so stressed. 
You're just like right. you're just like cranked on that controller or whatever. Your 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 muscles are just tight, and you're just waiting to. You know, it just no, it's not good. I mean, I that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of against video games. I'm thinking, what are kids doing to themselves? Right. You know, if if it affects you that way, and you know, I yeah, I know I'm kind of different. I tend to get a little obsessive with stuff sometimes, so I'm probably a little worse. But when I watch other people play video games, they're pretty fucking obsessed. I'm totally obsessed in the one that I play. One. <laughs> well, one on a console. I guess I play a few on my phone. But that's not quite the carpal tunnel danger. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, but speaking of obsession, I have something in my notes about the James Webb telespace telescope. Yes. it. Uh, they've been taking pictures of the um, the Orion Nebula. And apparently it's 1,344 light years away, which is relatively close as far as, you know, things like that go. Did the Orion Nebula sign a release so it could be photographed? Well, no, my, my point is that the the pictures are beautiful and the astronomers are just falling over themselves and coming in their chairs, right? I mean, it's just, Ooh, it's, it's like, fun. it's like this ever since we've had the James Webb Space Telescope, I've been hearing about space porn all the time. Because <laughs> space porn, yeah. yeah. Because they're just like, oh my god, we got the next batch of images, and they're so awesome. I I, I almost have to pull up this article about it to, to just give you some idea of what kind of language they use on this stuff. Um, let's see, where's the? Uh... Is it space porn language? Kind of, kind of. I mean, it just it just goes on and on about how awesome this picture is you know this amazing cluster of young stars that are you know forming and and you used to not be able to see them through all the dust and, yeah right and invading the night and and we can now you know we can now peer through their layer of dust and see them you know it's like we're looking through their clothes Mm-hmm. At these hot young stars that are forming. Well, look, you don't build a James Webb telescope so that you can't see people making out in other galaxies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no, I completely agree. I mean, when I first got a telescope. It's a peeping Tom on steroids. Yeah, when, like I, when, mega I, steroids. when I got my first telescope, I wanted to take it to the beach. I mean, you know, looking up at exactly. stars is interesting, but come on, you can sit on the beach a mile away from someone sunbathing and, you know, see exactly. If, see if their nipples are hard, you know? And were they? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I knew they would be just like I imagined it. Exactly. Why else would you get a telescope <laughs> if there aren't going to be some hard nipples? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the science segment. Yeah, right, 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 right. Oh, well, I was going to talk about, well, we still have some other stuff, yeah. It's not it's really science. The only, I think, yeah, I'm going to skip around a little bit, but. That wasn't necessarily science either. <laughs> no, not really. But I'm sure the scientists are very excited. Oh, yeah, they're coming in their chairs. Oh, they are. I'm serious. They are really excited. This, this, this. Every week, this thing's coming out with new pictures of God knows what, and they're just like, oh, have you seen the latest stuff from the James? Mm-hmm. You know? uh, anyway. The star of the month. 
So, oh, I should uh, throw out the bad news right at the beginning so we can get into more of the, well, I don't know if there's any good news or not. But let me just say, the Census Bureau has come out with their recent numbers, and they're saying, in case you were thinking that you're making more money than you were two years ago, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yep. Census figures are out. Americans' income, the median income, has been flat for the past two years. And that's that's not even adjusted for inflation. It's just been flat. So if you throw inflation on top of that, big step backwards. Right. Oh, and speaking of inflation, um, they just get, the numbers just came out today. And I don't want to get heavy into all that shit, but the, not good. We still have inflation. But the price of gas has gone down, so that helps some people out. Yeah, I saw it under three bucks a gallon someplace. So yeah. It's two ninety nine. Yeah, there's a guy that posted two eighty on the on the Twitter. He must have a really good gas station because I haven't I haven't seen under three dollars around here. And I didn't look today. I haven't been out in a while. I just finally went out and got groceries today. Got groceries for the first time this month. Well, it's like, like oh my gosh, the, two weeks since I got groceries. If you're on the border of like Florida and Georgia or somewhere down there, Georgia, South Carolina. Anyway, that's probably where you're going to find like the lowest prices in the country. Mm, well, this guess. person who posted was in Hickory, North Carolina. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, close enough. I, I don't, I'm just saying that's where they were. Um, so there was a discussion on Twitter about how inflation and the price of gas is affecting serial killers. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, they were basically saying that, you know, the reason that serial killers bury the bodies in their backyard is to save gas. Cause you know, if you want to bury them in some remote location, you got to drive a long ways. Right. And then, uh, then people just started jumping in on this thread. And one guy said that, that they were a serial killer and they had to limit the number of upright freezers in their basement because the cost of electricity Right, is up because yeah. of gas. And then someone suggested that it's easier to dig a vertical hole than it is a horizontal hole, and it's harder for the police to find it because they're looking for something that's about the size of a body laying horizontally. Mm, and they won't notice, clever. like, if you use a post hole digger and just dig a vertical hole. and <laughs> Load them up. Yeah, and, and upright. there was all, I mean, people were making just, you know, ridiculous suggestions and, and comments about how, well, if you bury them in your backyard, you don't need to worry about a jogger or a dog walker just stumbling across them because that's how most of the bodies are discovered, right, when they just throw mm-hmm. them in the grass somewhere in a park, right? Yeah, and, I mean, this brings to light a whole other ball of wax because I've always wondered, you know, like, who's got that kind of fucking time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the steps they got to go through to. It's a full-time job. It is. It, right. Well, and they also have to sleep and they also have to have a cover identity, which is another full-time job. Well, it you know could I mean? be. Yeah. Unless they're living in their mom's basement, which I think some of them, you know, there's a little bit of that. But Well, I guess now those are spoiled serial killers. But Yeah. Well, there were people that were saying uh, some gardener suggested that if you bury the body in your yard, you should plant endangered species over the top of it so they can't dig it up. <laughs> right. You need the, the you need a, like a federal wild, wildlife <laughs> preserve people to sign off. Exactly. 
And there was another guy who didn't have a car and suggested it was very awkward using the train to transfer a dead body somewhere. Um, and then another guy was saying that his car was stolen, but he didn't want. He thought about calling the police, and then he decided to let the thief try to explain the dead bodies in the trunk himself. So. <laughs> oh, oh, and then and then uh, someone else, people. someone else made a very valuable suggestion. They said most bodies are found in shallow graves, so if serial killers weren't so damn lazy, they probably wouldn't get caught. But. That was kind of that thread. I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, it went on and on and on. There was just, you know, 500 responses. Cause... <laughs> and that was the new segment, Doug Reads Twitter. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I, I get sucked into that. That's uh, that's one of the things. I, I make it a point to go on Twitter twice a day. So I go on in the morning, usually in the morning after I've kind of run out of other things i got to check, and I'll read the Twitter stuff for maybe a half hour. Then I put it away and I take it out later in the day, you know, like in the evening and read it for another half hour. But I just, because I could sit on Twitter all day if I let myself. How about bitter tweet nothings? Yeah. Well, there's so much. I mean, there's humor, there's news, there's opinion. There's just like a lot of stuff on Twitter. And you kind of get, you kind of get the pulse. I Granted, I live in a bubble like every other user does. I'm, you know, I'm associated with users who have similar, you know, yeah, because pull up politics to me, right? <laughs> why yeah. else would you want to interact and see the crap all the time? Well, and I sure as heck wouldn't want to, you know, get into it. I, I, I really vigilantly avoid getting into conflicts on Twitter because it's, you know, you're it's like texting someone an argument, right? You can't argue with someone in a text message. So I just no, right. I, I have no interest in that, and then. And then people take your stuff out of context and they paste it into something else. They take screenshots and they say, hey, look at, you know, what the city, et cetera, whatever. And it's like, fuck that. I just don't even. So I basically just stay within my world of people who are basically the same political, you know. Granted, I still probably piss some people off once in a while because not everybody's a, you know, vegan atheist. But <laughs> no, not everyone is. No, not even in my feed. They're not, but. Oh, speaking of vegan atheists, a woman was beheaded in the Bay Area. What? Like beheaded her head. Yeah, her. I don't. They didn't really say it was her boyfriend, but some man who had she had been in a relationship with chopped her head off in front of she, witnesses. She was a Highlander. Yeah, I guess. Uh, she was a previous victim of domestic violence. Well, obviously, she was a current victim of domestic <laughs> yeah, violence. Well, well, she had already gotten a temporary restraining order against this previous guy. if she's passed now. Yeah, but uh, but she had gotten a restraining order against the guy who chopped her head off. Um, but apparently that didn't do much. I, I just did not deter him. I only bring this up because one, it's it's just, you know, insanely violent. Like the police that that responded were completely traumatized. It just, they were just totally taken off because it's one thing to shoot somebody. It's another thing to see someone decapitated, right? Right. Anyway, um, but the, uh, and and most cops, to be fair, most cops go their entire career without shooting anybody also. So it's not like, you know, cops are running, you know, every cop's (laughs) out shooting somebody every day. But uh, anyway, um, I, I put it in my notes because it was just so egregious and because it's just another example how we fail people who are victims of domestic violence. 
We just right? we just suck at this. We really do. So many cases, you know, where women report them, and it'd be one thing if she'd never reported them, but she fucking got a restraining order against the guy. Right. And and what else do you got to do? You know. Yeah. What else can you do? Right. And this is this is why I get so angry when when a woman you know takes matters into her own hands and does something you know like you know maybe shoots the guy in his sleep or something, which I know that's extremely violent and seems like an extreme thing, but when you consider her options and then they they want to charge her with first degree murder, I'm like no no no. I mean you know manslaughter maybe, but but you know this is not something that she just decided to do out of the you know because she's an angry bitch right. Right. Anyway, or at least I, if they could prove a history or yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm usually delve they, into a history of abuse or whatever. Yeah, usually they can. They can usually show a history of calls to the police and trips to the hospital and nobody doing anything, and then eventually the woman, you know, takes right. So, so it's like, look, you failed her, you failed her, you failed her, and now you want to lock her up for the rest of her life. I mean, like, you wouldn't have done that to the guy had he killed her, right? I mean, this is the thing: is it doesn't work both ways. Um, you know, the guy would say, well, she was, she didn't, you know, put enough sugar in my coffee and they'd be like, well, okay. Murder three. Right. You know, well, I mean, 10 10 years, five years served and five years probation. If you have the wrong amount of sugar in your coffee, it can fuck you up for a long time. For the whole day. Yeah. At least sometimes day and a half. Right. Right. So on a related and note, another, another, uh, yeah, I know another little sexual. So, um, a woman in San Francisco is suing the police department because she was arrested based on her DNA that they supposedly matched with DNA at a crime scene. There was like a burglary or something and supposedly they matched her DNA and they put out a, you know, arrest warrant for her and arrested her. And she was actually put in jail and whatever. They threw out the charges because it wasn't her. But they and got she was a cop. No, 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 no. She's just a woman. But, oh, okay. But they got her DNA from the rape kit when she was victimized by a sexual. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and so they kept her DNA. And apparently, this is something they do. And um, and when it was brought up originally. The DA said, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're doing what? Like, you know, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, we just put all the DNA samples together and we uh, we keep them in a database for, you know, anytime we're looking for a perp. And like, we can't do <laughs> Anyway, so so the, the, the city's defense for this practice is everyone's doing it. That's what they do. That's what the cops, you know, oh, great. <laughs> so, so, like, when you go in, and, and this is, I mean, if you think about it, this is really bad because... If you are assaulted, in a lot of cases, women don't report it at all. I mean, it's like, I think, right. I don't know what the current numbers are, but it used to be like, you know, one in 10 sexual assaults were reported to the police. And, you know, they got to be maybe one in three. Um, but this is just another reason for a woman not to go to the police. Right. It's like, what are you people doing? Just, it's not worth it. Okay. Just fucking discard that DNA profile. You don't need to keep it it's i swear to god the police they're like well this is you know this is information we got this you know why would we throw it away we might we might be able to convict this person of a crime later on like okay so they've been raped and abused and whatever and now you're just like well i'll put them in a database in case they do something wrong right (laughs) 
<laughs> and it turns out they were wrong anyway. That she wasn't. She her her DNA might have been there, but it hadn't. She wasn't there for the crime. She was. She had an alibi. She was somewhere else or something. She had nothing to do with it, and there's no reason to believe she had anything to do with it. But they arrested her anyway. So that makes it even worse. Like now, if they got your DNA on file, they'll just arrest you for something you, when you weren't even in the same state where it happened. Right. How much is she suing them for? I don't know. I didn't get into that. Actually, I don't think the article is saying about that. They just said that this this has become an issue and that police departments are, you know, looking at not doing this. And I'm like, well, yes. <laughs> police departments are strongly considering doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. And so, so on, on a similar note, it's not a police thing, but it's similar in the surveillance idea, right? Um, I don't know. Just I think it was just today. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of a guy called PNB Rock. He's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say he was a rapper. Um, he was fatally shot by a robber while eating with his girlfriend at, and this is the clincher, Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows. Chicken and waffles sounds good. Everybody knows it's dangerous to eat at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. That sounds like a movie set. Well, I mean, it does sound like Waffle House, which would be equally as dangerous to eat at. Right, but here's what makes it related. It always goes down to Waffle House. So they think, they have reason to believe, that the robber was targeting him. He came right in to, to rob this guy. And the reason the robber knew he was there was because the, the rapper's girlfriend posted a photo on Instagram that had... was geotagged nice this is a warning to people okay because apparently this has been happening a lot they said this is this is a thing people will uh, especially if you have money right they'll Mm -hmm. watch your instagram account and see where you are where you live you know or whatever and they've had home home invasions um you know robberies or whatever Oh, because because sake. somebody has posted a picture from, you know, like a picture of a black Gucci bag from their house. Mm-hmm. And then the burglar determines where they are and, and, you know, follows them home or whatever. This is a thing. This, you know, and, and I thought I thought people stopped geotagging pictures a long time ago. I thought that was something that people who posted things on Instagram knew not to do. Or I thought maybe. Well, I think they just are that way. I mean, all the time. Uh, Google is offering me like, you know, like here's all the pictures from Richlands, North Carolina. Or, oh, well, or okay. Here's, but, what, here's what happened in your photos this date seven years ago or whatever. Okay, hot tip: leave the fucking location service on your phone turned off. There you go. Unless you're using it as a GPS to drive, or you. Uh, you're doing a picture for Google Maps. Because if you're doing a picture for Google Maps, which I do once in a while, I'll turn on my location service, take a picture, and submit it to Google Maps so they can put a little, you know, if I'm out camping or hiking or or uh, paddling or something, and I want to send, you know, put a picture on the map of what this area looks like, I'll do that, but then I turn my location service back off again. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Down on that, but I don't post stuff from my phone. I guess people are so attached to their fucking phones to do everything on their phone. But... Your phone isn't just a GPS. It isn't. See, if you had a GPS, like just a GPS, regular, plain, old, ordinary, Garmin, handheld GPS, right? 
Yeah. It's a one-way thing. It receives signals from the satellite, determines where you are, determines what the time of day is, whatever. Right. It tells you where you are and doesn't tell everyone else where you it are. It can't tell everyone else unless you get an inreach, right? Um, it has no way to do that. So if you get a dedicated GPS and use that instead of your phone, you can be guaranteed that no one's reporting every move you make. Your phone is a two-way communication device, and you don't have any real control. You have some control. You can turn off things, you whatever, but, but as far as I know, the phone company can switch those things back on if they want to. Including your location service? I believe so, yeah. Oh, wonderful. I think, I think the reason they put that feature in was so that if your phone was stolen and it didn't have the location thing on, they could turn it on to find the phone. They could, they think, so basically they said, Hey, we can do you a favor. You know, we can, uh, we can switch this back on for you. Uh, and that was their, you know, justification for having this ability. Uh, that's as far as I know. I, I don't know if this is true of all phones and all. I just know that I've heard that they can do this. Right. So, um, but I, I leave all that shit off. I, I just, I mean, they can still track you by towers. They can still have an idea where you are. If you're driving cross country, your phone's connecting to every tower you go past. And so triangulate your location. Well, they get a general idea, give or take five miles. They know where you are. So they know that from like the TV shows. Yeah. Well, it's pretty hard to triangulate without directional information and you don't have that from a tower. So that's, well, you're ruining my theory, Doug. Well, if you have, let's say that you have two towers <laughs> that your phone is trying to talk to and the signal strength is roughly equal, you could you could say he's somewhere in between these two towers, but that's a whole line. That's not a, a, a point. Right. Right. You could well, that's, tr- what, that's why they triangulate your location. You're not likely you're somewhere to be talking in the triangle. To, yeah, your phone doesn't really talk to like three towers at once. It's not, it's, it's not how the system works. So that's kind of all bullshit. But anyway, I digress. The point is... They can deducify your location. They get that. pretty close. So, you know, if you're using your phone at all, if your phone's turned on, you don't have to be using it. It just has to be turned on. It's pinging the tower. The tower has a, some idea where you are. I mean, it's not like you could be in Tennessee and say, oh, no, I was in Florida. Right? So... Right. But at least the the criminals don't have access to that information. And if they did, they've got a pretty large search radius that they have to find you in. You know, if you were downtown Los Angeles where this guy was, knowing give or take two miles where you were is pretty useless. Right. Anyway, just a security tip. I mean, this stuff's all going to matter at some point. We... um. You know, we talked about this before. And also don't eat at Roscoe's. That's another big problem. That's the big one. I think that's it. I mean, I have no idea who Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles is. But chicken and waffles sounds delicious, though. Oh, and this brings up another point. They built a Bojangles about five minutes from where I live. Highly convenient location. Right on the highway, no stops. Well, there's a stoplight at the end of the road, but the normal stoplight I have to go through to get onto the highway, right? And that's it. Like, I can just go there at a moment's notice. Awesome. Yeah, well, I'm trying to stay on my diet, and that greasy, high-calorie, super-tasty chicken is, like, calling to me. <laughs> super-tasty. <laughs> oh, man, that's, like, the best. And and they have blueberry muffins. Yeah, well, and they're 
even their muffins are about or, like no biscuits. That's what they're. They're biscuits. biscuits. But they're they're bow biscuits. Yeah. But yeah, the, the booberry bow biscuits or yeah booberry whatever they're called. But the biscuits are Not just as freaking commercial for bow. They're just as bad. I know. I know. But the, but their biscuits are so loaded with grease. I mean, they're just so they're good because they're just like five thousand calories. Yeah. Um, you should definitely get some. Yeah. <laughs> you should go right now. Uh, I just drove past there, come back from the grocery store. And I was like, oh, why did they do this? Yeah. Um, See, if you drive past there on your way to the grocery store. I do. Then. But let know, me just let me just say. That and not ever go to the grocery store. That I might die of high cholesterol because of Bojangles. You should uh, document your health now. Right. <laughs> right. Before Bojangles, after Bojangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can sue them or something. They did that. You heard of the documentary Super Size Me, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the guy did McDonald's 30 days in a row, ate nothing. Well, I'm not going to eat at Bojangles every day, right? Or definitely not every well, meal. Well, I mean, it's yeah. convenient. It's right there. You just go through the one stoplight. Mm-hmm. I, th- no. I think you could eat Bojangles every day. No, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, my cholesterol really would go through the roof. It's bad enough as it is. You could even have it door dashed. You wouldn't even have to go. They'll I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> they will. They'll bring it to you. Yeah. So, uh, oh my God, we're never going to get to all the stuff on my list. It's okay. It's fine. But I did want to mention the Mosquito Chronicles because I was thinking I'd, I'd take my dog for walks, you know, every day and I... And I, we walk through the woods, and I get spider webs in my face, and mosquitoes buzzing in my ears. And I was thinking about all the Sounds things. Like a great time being outside. It is great. I love being yeah. in the woods. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but uh, but there are certain things that are annoying. In any case, actually, you know what? I don't think I decided the other day that the reason the mosquitoes annoy me so much, especially around my ears, is because I wear glasses. When I was younger. It wasn't that big of a deal because I could just swipe them off of me wherever they happen to be and I just, you know, slap them and be done with it. But when you wear glasses, you kind of got to be careful how you slash at the side of your face because next thing you know you're you're hitting your glasses and knocking them off or whatever. So Right. Um so it becomes a little more annoying and I swear they actually go under the frames of my glasses knowing that it's a safe spot. I, I swear right. they do. Because I'll just take my glasses off and smack the shit out of them. But anyway, so I was thinking about, like, the life of a mosquito, right? I mean, I complain about the mosquitoes, you know, but they're really doing what they, like, live to do. This is this is their entire focus in life, right, is to get that blood meal and lay their eggs, at least if you're a female mosquito. Okay. So I was thinking to myself as I slapped one mosquito that I didn't know was there until another mosquito had gotten in the same general area and was much clumsier than the first mosquito. And I was thinking to myself, this is like when you're like, and I have a story to tell about this too. You know, you're, you're like the stealthy one and you're like, okay, I'm going to get in here and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to rob this bank or whatever. And then, and then along comes your buddy and he's like, Hey, what's going on, man? You know, like, (laughs) so this one mosquito is like, He's got his fucking stinger in me. He's getting ready to suck blood. Another mosquito comes along, same general area, and he's like running into my hey, leg has hairs. Has he found a good spot here? <laughs> yeah. So I see this, the clumsy mosquito, and I slap both of Mind them. Mind if right? I join you? 
Yeah. So I was thinking that, and then, and then the other thing is that, is that I think sometimes they coordinate because the one buzzing in my ear will be driving me nuts while someone else is sucking my blood. Yeah. You know, like on my leg or something, and I'm like, this mm-hmm. is pretty sneaky of them because why else? Would you buzz in my ear? I mean, of all the places to go, this is like the most alarming to me. Yeah, they they have like little teams and the guy's doing the roll call and he's like, Dan, ear duty. Yeah, okay. exactly. Just, he's like, but I get everybody that does ear duty has a really short life expectancy. It's like, well, somebody's got to do it. I just did ear duty yesterday. <laughs> it's not fair. Sorry, Dan. It's yeah. random. And the other thing I saw that made me feel kind of bad for the mosquitoes was this mosquito had sucked my blood, and it was so full of blood he could barely fly. And, of course, that just made him more vulnerable, and I killed a little. Oh, that's so terrible, yeah. I know. He just got squashed. And you got your own blood on you. Well, yeah. (laughs) I get my own blood on me all the time. And then then I was thinking about the other poor unlucky mosquito who, who finally manages to land on me and suck my blood, and I walk into the house, and when he... When he flies away, he finds out he's in the house and he has nowhere to lay his eggs. and Or she has nowhere to lay his eggs. I'm sorry, it's a her, right? Just stuck. She has nowhere to lay her eggs. Yeah, okay. That's right, you know. But, so I have a story to tell about the clumsy mosquito versus the stealthy mosquito. <clears throat> when I was a teenager, still in high school, um, me and a bunch of my friends went out to, to the river, bonfire, you know, bonfire night telling scary stories and stuff and my friends knew me pretty well and they knew that you know you had to watch me in the woods at night especially because I when I was young and I wanted to run away from home I would go out into the woods see you're you're back to don't go outside this is this was my my safe place right and I could navigate the woods in the dark really well and I was really comfortable in the woods at night had no fear never bothered me at all well, anyway, I'm out with my friends, and two of my f- friends who are dating decide they're going to go off on their own, and they look at everybody else around the campfire and they say, don't let Doug leave, right? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm like, oh, no, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do that, would I? And they're like, oh, fuck you, right? So anyway, off they go, and uh, as soon as they're gone, I look at everybody else, and I'm like, I'm out of here, right? <laughs> they know, they yeah. know, they know there's no way they're going to stop me from going and scaring right. So, So I head off to scare the hell out of these two. And then this other guy who is, I don't even know who he was. He was some tag along with the group. He decides he wants to go with me to, right. enter, to scare them. Enter the clumsy mosquito. Exactly. So he's like 10 feet behind me and he's making all kinds of noise, right? And Jeff and I think it's Jeff and Shanna. We're sitting up on the rock, and Jeff hears this guy, right? He doesn't hear me, but here's the other guy. And he's like, I can hear you down there, Doug, right? And by now, I'm getting a long ways ahead of that other guy. And so mm-hmm. so the other guy's crashing through the undergrowth and making all this noise, and Jeff's standing there going, I know you're down there. I can hear you, right? And by now, I'm standing right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's not the clumsy mosquito. He's dead. <laughs> He's the ear mosquito. Yeah. Distracting him. Yes. So I said, I don't remember what I said, but both Jeff and Shanna jumped off the face of this rock. It was like eight feet tall. Oh, geez. And they plummeted to their death. They plummeted to their death. Yeah, they both died. We had had a 10 day mourning period and a 
big funeral. Right. No, anyway, so so I jumped down, and I, I felt terrible. I didn't mean to make them jump off the rock, but they were so sure that I was out there in the grass, and then I was right behind them. It was just it was too much for them. But anyway, I jumped down, and I'm standing between them, and I got my arms around both of them, and I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to make you, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to jump off the rock, right? And of course, I was laughing so hard, I was crying. And but at the same time, I knew exactly where the kid coming up from the campfire was, because <laughs> I, right. I was listening to it. So I walk these two right up to him, and he jumps out. <laughs> and now I'm laughing so hard, I can't even stand up. <laughs> Jeff and Chad are both. Oh God, it was so funny. Anyway, <clears throat> they almost killed me that night. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knew I would do stuff like this. So this is my reputation. So I'm surprised anybody invited me to any parties at night. Yeah. So I have stuff to talk about, but we have no time left. So, <clears throat> any last minute thoughts? Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't really get to be as angry as I thought I was going to get to be, but that's all right. It's all right to laugh once in a while, right? No, that was the goal. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of shit to be angry about. I could, I, I mean, I've got more of my notes to, to rant about, but it's not really, there's no time for ranting right now. And actually the news has been so morbid. We've had nothing but the dead queen lately. And, you know, I, oh, and one last Maybe not so morbid note is that the Ukraine has made some serious headway against Russia. Cool. Probably don't have time for all the details, but they've reclaimed something like 2,400 square miles of real estate from the Russians. The Russians have just crumbled, at least on that front. I think they moved a lot of their forces to the other front, thinking that that was where Ukraine was going to attack. But Ukraine's actually attacking on both fronts, and they just walked right over the Russians in the east. So it's a good thing. It's. I mean, it's progress. It's actually good news. Um, maybe, maybe there will be an end to this war sooner than you know before I die. But <laughs> I mean, this this we could, were going so good, and then just <laughs> well, can't escape it. Ah, people have been dying all week, dropping like flies, so. like mosquitoes. Exactly. Life is hard, but it could be worse. Life is hard, but it could be worse. Could be dead. Life is hard, but it could be worse. That's the that's the new one.